hey you, you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. For Sheezy. It's way too easy. A.K.A. the Widow's Peak Bandizi. A.K.A. Michael Gordon, a.k.a. Uh, 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 Daddy Longleg. What's up? <laughs> hey, we don't listen. I don't vouch for none of them shit. None of those nicknames, especially that last one. Would you say Daddy Longlegs, fam? Like, yeah, hey, man, in the streets, dog. Isn't like, that an insect that I, got, I, I like, can't on a lot? Nah, Daddy Longlegs. Remember, Daddy Longlegs was the, the granddaddy. Like, they be walking all tall. Yeah, uh, yeah okay, hey, man. Okay, hey, put okay. some respect on Daddy Longlegs, dog. Oh. I'm not doing that, but uh, anyway, this is episode 106. Shout out to everybody for rocking with us and and, and really like getting us to the point we're at right now. You guys, you mean a lot to us, man, especially y'all that have been proposing topics too. Trust me, like we put out these polls on Instagram and y'all be showing up. Now, unfortunately, we none of the topics that y'all propose is going to make this show because, you know, we already had some burning ones. Plus, we got a guest. He goes by the name of Vince Heartbreak. Say what's up, bro. What's up, everybody, man? Thank y'all for having me on the show. For sure, of course, for sure, man. Of course, of course, man. You know, uh, I'm I'm glad you reached out and uh, we could connect and we could we could really figure out like how to have this convo with you. And really, what we want to do is like get some of your background, talk about some of your music, your style, where you're going, and then you know we want you to come into our world engage with us on a couple of these topics that we got going on. How's that sound? That sounds perfect. I got you. Well, yeah. I, give us some, uh, ill-advised thoughts, not thoughts, <laughs> not thoughts. We didn't say thoughts, thoughts, ill-advised <laughs> thoughts, thoughts, <laughs> thoughts, you thoughts, you know, cause listen, yeah. you know, I, I know how this goes, man. When you, when you become a big rapper and you become so influential, the ill-advised thoughties, you know, they start lingering around. <laughs> You know what you got going on. It's it's important to stay away from them as much as possible. I mean, you know, I got I got, I got thoughts, Bray. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna drop some new merch called Thoughts, Bray. Thoughts, Bray. <laughs> thoughts, Bray. Thought repellent. Thought repellent. But That's yeah, Vince Heartbreak, as you guys know, um, I make music. I just dropped my debut album, Vince Who. Kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. who the hell am I? I Got to get people to let them know. But, um, you know, I come from Detroit, got a very, very interesting background, you know, come from a very, very wealthy and um, well-known family. As you guys know, um, Lindsey Hunter is my pops, ex-Detroit Piston player. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to make the best of what I got. I hear yes, that. Sir. I hear that. Sir. You know, well, like we was talking about, we were talking about this a little bit offline, Um you know how sometimes people with like families that are like well known, you know, they have kids, and sometimes the kids, you know, they make something of themselves, and sometimes they stray off completely, and they're like, "Yo, I don't even want to do, I don't want nothing to do with you know my family and their legacy." Michael Jordan's kids, right? They, yeah, is a, a bunch of examples, and so like it's important that you find your own lane. That's all. Like exactly. at the end of the day, you make sure you do what you want to be doing. So I think that's what it's about, especially all my. NBA, NFL, famous kids. Make sure y'all don't leech on from your parents. Find your own lane. It's not that hard. Just mm. find your own lane. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's the biggest thing I can say to them type kids because I came, I came from that. Like, I used to struggle going to places and be like, oh, man, you know, that's Lindsey Hunter's son. Took me three years to come out with my own name to where I, I think I had someone uh, call my family like, your son's Vince Heartbreak. That, that actually made my day right there. When I, <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> that's dope. A uh, little white kid DM me on Facebook. Uh, that's dope. Yo, hey, talk shout about out, that. Hey, shout out Lindsey Hunter, though. Hey, shout out Lindsey Hunter. Defensive Facts. stopper for Detroit Pistons champion. Two-time NBA champion. Two-time NBA mm-hmm. champion, man. Like, Hall of yeah. shout, shout out, shout out, my man. Yo, was Lindsey, hey, can we, hold on real quick. Was Lindsey Hunter, like, I know he was a defensive, his defensive prowess was incredible. Um, And I believe he had a, he had a nice little spot up jump shot, you know, here and there, like, you know. He wasn't like an incredible score, if I'm not mistaken. But like, is he just a more polished and way better version of like a Patrick Beverly? Like somebody who's valuable on a team. They bring they bring the roster so much character and, yeah. and defensive. Like, is he? Am I off with that comparison? Like, how do you, how would you see your dad? I don't think so. I I remember uh, I think last year we were sitting down watching the game and I told him I said, you know, Patrick Beverly is you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know he, just, <laughs> see, he see? that crap. So my nah, he ain't, ain't doing like me because you know, a lot of people know my dad's background, and um, he averaged thirty points in his last year. He averaged thirty his senior year in college, twenty eight his junior mm-hmm. year. He's the only player to ever give Kansas forty nine points at the Maui Invitation, which is back in the day. But you know he got to the NBA, and I think this speaks a testament to my dad's work ethic because I never want to take anything away from my dad's work ethic or his career because you know. He worked his ass off. Um, he got to the NBA as a scorer and had to find his role, which I think is really powerful because that's about life. Life is trying to fit in, get in where you fit in. But I'm saying if if I'm on the Lakers and they got Kobe Bryant and Shaq, you think I'm going to come in there thinking I'm about to take all the shots? Or am I going find my, to find my way, find my way to get my money? Yeah. Right. I mean, but that's real. That's real. But I mean, I feel like he he was definitely a valuable piece to oh, yeah, like definitely. every oh, team. His, you know uh, what I'm saying? His his work ethic, man. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. work ethic and his defense. A lot of people back then didn't want to put that effort in defense. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do the small things that people don't want to do. And now in the NBA, they're paying people for effort. You get paid. Look at <laughs> that's what, what, true. <laughs> they, what was the dude? Uh, Montez Harrell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Reed. These guys are effort guys. Effort. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, that's true. true. Effort has I mean, become it, a, effort has become a talent. Like they a, evaluate, they evaluate. Oh, look at his jump shot. Look at his form. Oh, look at his effort though. He's nah, trying so can, hard. He's a franchise guy. We we might want to give him the 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 max. Look at his effort though. <laughs> you up becoming a basketball player, I would be busting my ass trying to do as much stuff as I can do with effort. So so is effort a skill? Yes, effort is a skill. It's a skill. Effort is a skill. I've always felt that way, by the way. I've always remember we had that discussion where it was like effort is a skill. I don't think it's a skill for years. I think it's something that you can learn. But think about this. Think about people. It's an insult. The the young kids now, when someone's going too hard, you're a try hard. What? I know. Kids used to make fun of everything, right? So I'm not I'm not supposed to go hard. <laughs> hey, you tried too hard. You doing you do <laughs> Hey man, you got remember remember back in the day? Hey man, he's a straight he got straight A's, dog. Like he's whack. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's a try hard. 
Yo, kids, <laughs> kids be making fun of the dumbest shit, hey, man. It's, I, it's I backwards. Fun of, I can you believe it? I I got made fun of my widow's peak. That's why I call myself widow's peak bandit. It was like, like, man, he got a widow's peak. I cut it off. They're like, hey man, he tried to cut off his widow's peak. I was like, yo, I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Facts. This is true stories. Yeah, this, yeah, these yeah. was like 14-year-olds, so they knew better. But yeah, this, this, That's this what fun of. I used to get made fun of uh when I was in high school for it because you know I grew up, my dad played in the NBA. So I used to have my dad had to deal with Nike. So I had every Jordan, every shoe. I still got my Nike connect to this day. But um I used to get made fun of for wearing new shoes. Think, think about how stupid that is. That's stupid. Wait, what would they hey, say? That's to do with that's to do with all the what new shoes saying? all the time. Well, give me, give me the, give me the one thing this, they were saying. This, this one white kid named Paul. His name is Paul. I hope he watches this because I think he follows me on Instagram. I reposted. He's gonna see this. He used to make fun of me and tell me, "Ah oh, man, oh, you you you're not black enough. You always got new stuff on." Dog. I used to, to the point, I used to go home to my mom. I used to be like, "Mom." Can you take me to uh, Gap? Can you take me to go get some Vans? Can you th- I don't want to wear those those new Jordans. You wanted to fit in. He was making you feel bad for being for, hey, for, could for you, sticking out, right? That's crazy. Could you scuff these shoes up a little bit? Like, like <laughs> you over here trying to mow the lawn with the I, shoes I, I, so they can I, look I, dirty. Crazy. Oh my God. Kids are hey, smart listen. though. They make fun smart... of the people that got it, so they you don't know. got it. So they're like, yo, hey, hey, I'm gonna flip it. Yeah, exactly. reverse psychology right is. there. You know what I mean? That's all it is, man. Hey, oh, listen, man. listen. Hey, shout out to hey, listen. If y'all are watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, Dream Vision Network. You know, if you're listening to this on uh your favorite podcast app, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. Uh, I already know this is gonna be a dope episode. Hey, Vince, let's be real uh, though. Which, yeah, real up? quick, let's be real. I made fun of I I I made I made fun of kids that had lunchables. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your parents actually packed your lunch. <laughs> you, you you got a great family. They packed your lunch for you. You got lunchables. Uh, yeah, yo, hey, I tried to make hey for real. For I tried to make fun <laughs> of people. There was at one point in me, it was probably like sophomore year in high school, where I was I was really hating on people with cars, like other students. So I would oh, try man. to like make a. I would try to cobble, man. You, man, you ain't taking a bus like you. It, everything happens on the bus. You missing out. Like I'm hollering at girls, like that. I'm trying to make it sound cool that I'm on the bus. Meanwhile, they got <laughs> they a whole got whip. cars. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, come on, man. Reverse like, psychology. Is a hell meanwhile, of a drug. I was just hate. I was just really hating. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse psychology is a hell of a drug. It is. It is, Vince. So, uh. You know, t- what kind of, talk to the people, man. What kind of music do you make? Um, I know you just dropped a new project called Vince Who. You know, what can the people expect from that? Uh, not only on that project, but then also just like where you're moving uh, in the near future. So, you know, my music, I like to say, I, I make like emotional rap. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep it emotional, being, like, I'm very in touch with my emotions, especially, you know, as a black man in America, I feel like we're taught to not be in touch with our emotions. Tough it out. You know what I'm saying? Especially some of the impoverished areas. That's that's definitely what it is. You can be tough about it. So I like make emotional music. Like for example, my album Ventu. It's just basically you get to know, just get to know me as a person. Like I talk about growing up as an NBA kid. I talk about some of my struggles. I talk about being happy. I talk about some drug abuse. I talk about some of the stuff I struggle with. Like it's a lot you can expect on an album. But I will say this. My upcoming projects and upcoming singles are going to be very, very, very positive because 
this album was I wrote this album probably actually no not probably I wrote this album two years ago at the time I wrote this mm-hmm. album I was actually homeless I was living in my 2002 Ford Edge going from McDonald's parking lot to McDonald's parking lot to church to church my phone had no service on it so I'm going to McDonald's using no Wi-Fi you know what I'm saying downloading my beats hitting up my producers getting kicked out by the managers you gotta leave you're not buying anything you would think someone's standing in McDonald's parking lot you think the person be like you know I understand. <laughs> but um, he just, right. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah, you got you got to either buy something or you got to you got to either buy a dollar fries or you got to get out of here. <laughs> yo, Vince was over here. At, Vince was over here asking, "Yo, listen, can I just buy one fry? Not 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 like an order of fries. Let me buy one fry." <laughs> Tell you, because you know, one one thing I really value about myself is like, it, it, and it sometimes it hurts me because. I never, I never want to ask for help. Like I want to, that, that's kind of what made me my own person. Cause it could be mm-hmm. so easy to go to my parents or go to some connects or go to my uncles. Hey, I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. Cause I know for a fact, they'll give it to me. But yeah. is that really, are you going to respect it as much as if it's given to you, or if you go earn it, that's the way I look at yeah. it. So I really struggle. Like I, I grew up spoon fed. So I had to, in order to, to relate to people, in order to to be able to inspire people, I feel like I had to go through the struggle. Mm. So and you're I saying thought, that. So you're saying that um, you willingly like put yourself in those situations, or just like life circumstances kind of like made was, it happen. But like a lot of stuff, like life happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for example, I went not very smart move. You know, I didn't know what credit was until I was 22 years old. That's that's what happens when you grow up in a rich family because you just think money grows on trees. So I go get, go to the car dealership to go buy my first car, like not under my name. And I go and I go buy a brand new Camaro retail 55,000 SS, you know, customary thing. And I'm like, man, my credit score is 725. I'm like, sheesh. They talking about you can pay $500 and walk out here with this car. I'm like, this doesn't make no sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, okay. That's plenty of shit. That, that's the game. That's the game. They want you to sign. Hey, just sign on that paper real quick. You see that little? Here's the here's the pin. Exactly. Go ahead and sign it real no, quick. Because they're getting money from fees. Uh, they, if you you can pay half a that's the crazy thing. I always found this crazy. You could pay half a car off, but if you miss two payments, that car is theirs. Oh yeah. And the money that they took from you is theirs exactly. also. So unless you pay off that full car, they can always take it away with your money. Oh, so tra- it's just kind of. I I had that car for five months. Then once I realized, oh my god, I got to pay this for fucking thirty six months. Start <laughs> falling behind on payments. Woke up one yep. day. You know, I ain't never experienced a car getting repo. Yeah, Wake up, my car? So I go to the police station. Man, somebody stole my car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the police officer told me at the center behind the desk? He said, uh, "Sir, have you missed any payments?" I said, "Oh hell yes." <laughs> <laughs> so you need to call your car and make sure your car's not repo. Fair enough. Come on. Like right. that guy recovered from that, but it's just like little stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. put yourself in bad position. There's no way in hell I should want to got a Camaro. I should want to got me a nice little beater car, mm-hmm. drive it around, give me give me the point A to point B. Yeah. yeah. But that's now you my- got a yeah, no, you go got ahead. a different I was my bad. I was I mean to interrupt. I I was just thinking like you you have a obviously you have a different upbringing, you know, than probably majority of people, but the story about you being homeless, like I would say, that's one that I've heard a lot of a lot of rappers, artists talk about, right? Obviously, everybody's circumstances is different. We've heard, 
I've heard people like uh, Tory Lane say, yo, I used to be homeless. I've heard Lizzo say, yo, I used to be home living in my car. Like, honestly, the list goes on. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan said he got Boom. so used to his cards declining. Like, he'll go to dinner and be like, oh, yeah, it declined. Oh, well. Like, now you go from that to millions. I mean, I think that that hustling mentality works right. for everybody. And, I feel and that's like, what I was getting at. Yep, exactly. I feel like it, it, it really humbles you. Like, I'm a man of faith. I believe in God. I want to say I'm a Christian. I want to say I don't believe in religion. I believe in God. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Bible says that, it, like, the wages for being humble are riches, which is crazy to me. So, mm. like, technically, if you're, a, if you're a humble person, I don't want to say if you're just humble out here because you might not become rich. You never, you know what I'm saying? You might never mm. become but if you're a humble person, it's a good chance you're going to get a lot of fruits of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's when mm-hmm. the arrogance, because the arrogance put me in the humble situation. Mm. Like, I, mm. I, I see it, because that's when I first started rapping. I'm like, you know what? I'm a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. I know this, that, this dude. I know this guy, this guy. Like, I used mm-hmm. to really look at myself like I'm at the same level as all the people I know. It's like, <laughs> huh, humble yourself. What the hell did you do to put yourself in? Mm. Like, who who really got you to know them people? Wise mm-hmm. words, wise words, man. That's, that's that. Mean, that's that self awareness. Now that's real. That's real, man. Somebody got to tell these said. words to. Somebody got to tell these words to Lil Pump. <laughs> he, he has to hear it. Yo, can we DM <laughs> him right now? Like, do you think he'll respond and see it? Do you, do of you course, think? he's not. He's, hey, you he, never, he, hey, y'all ever watch Hawaii Five O? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. And and so you know the blonde girl, right? The older lady. Uh huh. Tell me why she watches my Instagram stories all the time. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> I, I wrote over and looked at my girl. I said, She's watching my stories again. That's funny. That's so random. Here's the crazy part. So so um, I'm, I do distri- distributions to United Masters. I probably get okay. about 150 streams a week in Hawaii. So now I'm thinking, I'm like, Hmm, are you listening to my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she yeah. Might be. She might be, man. You never they know. Hey, this this world you can never guess. But uh, speaking of your music, man, like <clears throat> I like Dark. Uh, that was a joint that 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 stood out to me as like great. Like what what went into like making that song in particular? I wrote that song, and I want to say this park in Plymouth, Michigan, where I'm from. And at the time, I was sitting in my car. And my guy, uh, my guy Euro, who made that beat, and I got to shout out all my producers on that album. All my producers. Oh, the productions is fantastic on that it, album. I have to tell incredible. you, incredible, incredible. Producing, and you wouldn't even believe all those, all those. Like I got the little plaque behind me. Where is that right here? But um, all my producers are all like from ages thirteen to sixteen. They're all kids. Like, I, I'm a firm believer in in the youth because the youth is the next movement. Like, for example, I'll have um. I'll have a producer hit me up or something like an old, older guy, probably someone my age. Yeah, you know, I got I got a beat for you. I said, look, if your beat's not adding up with my, my young dogs, there's nothing I can do with you. And I'm definitely not going to pay you for that. Right. But um, hmm. the song, Dark, I wrote that in a park. I was staying in my 2002 Ford Edge at the time. Um, I had put cardboard up in the windows when I would go to sleep at night so people couldn't see, you know what I'm saying? You had kind of have some privacy. And I was really just in a very, very dark place. Like, there's a line that that really stands out to me. Like, I never asked anyone for help. I had to do this shit all by myself. I got some Grammy sitting on my shelf, which I really believe. Like, 
And I'm, I'm speaking mm-hmm. like I got, I think I got over a thousand, fifteen hundred songs, like in the tuck. Cause I'm a firm, firm believer in work, work your ass off before you go to the show. My dad used to always tell me, it's different when that popcorn gets to popping. If you ain't put that work in when nobody's watching, when it when it's time for someone to watch, you you you're gonna screw yourself. Mm-hmm. You're gonna screw yourself. But that song, I was really in a dark place, man. Like mm-hmm. and I was trying to get out. Like I was just mm-hmm. trying to like just level up and just mm-hmm. trying to get like to a better mental <clears throat> place. Like I, I remember I was asking like people who really didn't give like two shits about me. Like people I used to take the Pistons game when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, hey bro, can I come crash with you for like a few days? Dudes are telling me no. Like, which I get it. You don't owe me nothing. You know what I'm saying? You don't owe me nothing. But I feel like, dude, I didn't I didn't took you to meet all these people. I took you to give and you can't even help me out in the in the littles. Like I'm sleeping in my car. I'm waking up in the middle of the night, opening my door, taking a piss outside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that song really came from like like that. My whole album is all like straight emotions. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. And 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 I think even more like so for me, the song that stood out. There's a couple of drums I rocked with, one like for sure, more so than others. But one that like really stuck out. I believe it might have been the last song on the album, "The Lost at Sea." Oh yeah, that was. Nah, that, that one was like that was different. Like it was, it it was like, it had a lot of depth to it. You spoke about a lot of shit, like you know, you, you spoke about like your grandfather, I think, passing or, yeah. or something like that. How that like really, really fucked you up, you know? So like, talk about how like, and and I could feel this from the music, but I guess now that I'm hearing you kind of confirm all of this, it sounds like your music is like a legitimate reflection of the emotions you're going through, like. Talk about like how you're able to like come up with the ideas and like actually have it translate to music. Cause I cause I think for most people that's that's that might that might sound very simple, but that's hard for people to do. Yeah. To connect well, those dots. Well, to be honest with you, like I used to my I used to play professional basketball. I don't I didn't even tell you guys that. I played three years overseas. I played in China, Germany, Nova Scotia, and I want to say, yeah, my last stop was China. But and I turned down my th- did three years, and I had a deal to go play for my uncle Allen Houston with the Westchester Knicks. That was going to add me on a, on a tier three contract, and hopefully I could work my way up to a two way. But you know, I turned it down. And when I turned it down, like I, I lost a lot of people, like a lot of people I lost. Like I lost so many people. Like they just looked at me like, you know, what are you doing? Like, for example, my baby mama's people's like. My baby mama, you know, respect to her, but like, they a lot of people got with me for the wrong reason. Like, I was a meal ticket to people. You know what I'm saying? Or he's Lindsey Hunter's son. He, he's gonna be just like him. So I stopped. I stopped hooping, and I start making music. And the best way I can make music is just like being real. Like, I never, like, I never had. And I'm sure you guys probably grew, got this growing up in a black family. You guys never really got to really speak your mind. You know, you know, you can't speak your mind. I can't speak my mind to, to your parents. <laughs> I can't do that. I love my yeah. No, yeah. I get not, that. not at all. Who the not hell are you all. talking you to? <laughs> nah, hell yeah. So, yeah. Like, lost my parents, hey, hey, my parents is Nigerian too. Quincy's too. Like we yeah, we, yeah. we Nigerian with it. So like it's a yeah. different it's probably a, a little bit more OD with it. Like it's there's no emotion. Like don't oh my God. don't, <laughs> don't come to me with anything that you got problems with. Just go pray about it. And, and deal with it <laughs> exactly exactly that's yeah. i had a nigerian partner man i used to he used to come home bro talking crazy like yeah. man 
I can't say nothing to my parents. I can't say nothing. I'm like, dude, just talk to them. And I didn't get it because, you know, culture difference is really like there's really different cult. Like it's a different level of respect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I had that. I used to hear some stuff he tell me. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> you, you're like, they said what to you? My God. <laughs> they said they, they disowned you for saying you don't feel like eating rice today? <laughs> Wait. They said they said they will kill you for not turning your light off in your room? God damn. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, 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 so I already know. I already know what you were oh, But um I wrote that Lost in Sea song. I was um I was still I was still homeless and I was bouncing from crib to crib. I was staying with one of my partners at his, at his father's basement and I made the decision to go back home. You know, me and my me and my family, we ain't got the best relationship. I love my mom and dad to death. I speak with nothing but respect about them, especially when I'm doing interviews and stuff, but we don't got the best relationship. So um you know, I made the decision to come back home and I had been home in five years. Like hadn't been home with my parents. And I wrote that song the last day I stayed at his house and I recorded it in his garage. I engineered it myself and stuff off my computer. And I just felt like at the time, man, I was just, I was, I was lost, especially in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was really, you know, I was heavy on drug usage. Like mm-hmm. people don't know, um, during basketball, like I broke my foot. I got both my elbows broken. I didn't broke my ankle multiple times and I've had multiple surgeries and, you know, they, they were putting me on hella medication. Like mm-hmm. I was at Cincinnati state junior college. I'd overdosed off of ibuprofen. People Damn. like, Oh, they was giving me 600 milligram ibuprofen and I'll pop, pop three before the game, pop two more before tip off, hoop, halftime, pop another three. Then after that, I'm popping more. So this 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 specific night, I'd end up uh, I was sick, so I took some Nyquil, or the uh, yeah the Nyquil that helps you recover when you're sick, and that has ibuprofen in. It. So I woke up like seizing and foaming out my mouth. My girlfriend at the time, I'm in the hospital. But um, I wrote that song, and I just felt like I was real lost. And then I lost my granddad a few years mm-hmm. ago, and that just like really hurt. Like that hurt our family bad. Like my granddad was the one that kept everything together. Like he was the glue. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad, that was his guy. So my dad, that hurt him pretty bad. We we're actually in Vegas uh, at my little brother's AU tournament. This is how, this is what makes you think about the important stuff. Life can go from being so good to so bad. I'm in Vegas running around living. This is my first time in Vegas. My parents that took me, I'm 21. So I'm in there drinking. I'm going, I'm trying to give me some ass. I'm doing it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm in there living. <laughs> So uh wake up. I wake up because I, I was drunk and my mom and dad didn't even know I was drunk as hell. I just like went to sleep. And I just wake up to my dad like just punching the wall, my mom crying, my little sister mm-hmm. crying. I'm like, mm-hmm. I wake up out of a drunk and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? My little brother's mm-hmm. like, granddad didn't pass. And mm-hmm. it, it messed up because uh, you know, me and my dad, we weren't seeing the eye to eye. And I the last time I talked to my granddad was through a voicemail. I heard him on a voicemail. And he just told me, you know, I know you and your dad ain't seeing eye to eye, but, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. And I know you got it into you to be successful in whatever you want to go do. And like that, that to this day, that still hits me, man. Like, it's oh, yeah. the last oh, words yeah. I heard from my granddad. I ain't seen him in a year, you know. Oh, and he, he died from, um, he was on dialysis. He died from kidney and liver failure. Mm. But, uh, you know, I just, I was lost, man. Like, I think I got a line in that song that says, Granddad, I'm on the way. Because I really believe, like, man, I don't think I'm going to make it. I heard that. I heard that. And, and it, I heard, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know. Listen, I, I checked your music out before we, we spoke and I, 
when I hear stuff like that, man, it really, it really makes me question like how real the music is. Like, is this real or are we, we entertain it? Like, which one is it? Like, I mean, this is, I mean, it, cut, it, real quick, which I'm going to cut you, you off real quick. Cause it depends on the artist. Like I, I don't well, know. That's what a topic too. I'm going to cut one you one off. That's topics, what I was going to say. Bro. I was going to say like, that's, that is one of the topics we we're going to talk about today, which is, um, are these rappers and artists really sad out there? Like, you know, we hear so much music on the internet, or I say internet like that. That's old school saying, right? We hear so much music on these platforms and whatever. And these rappers talk about, you know, taking drugs, um, being depressed, even though like they got money, not trusting friends, family. And I'm thinking to myself, like, is it really that bad for folks out here? And so like for hearing your story, yeah. You know, and what you had to go through and inherit it in, the, in your music also. You're one of those people that can actually vouch for it that, yeah, some of these people are really going through this stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of sad people out here. Like, man, I could I could show you endless DMs. I got I got over 10 group chats with 30 plus of my supporters, which majority little kids. They, you know, I just I speak positivity, send them verses of the day. Dude, I got... On a weekly basis, I probably got about five, six kids trying to kill themselves a week. I, yeah. I can't. I, I believe send, it. Sending pictures of them holding handfuls of pills. Yeah. And it's like, I believe it. These are kids, man. These are kids. Yeah. Yeah. These are. I they, believe it. They, they haven't hit their lives yet. These are kids. And that, that's yeah. that's like my biggest message that I, I really try to put out there. It's like, man, everybody is heartbroken at some point in time in their life. But it's about what you're going to do with that heartbreak. Is you going to let it consume you or is you going to let it use it? Like I, I always use the term, you either you either become the storm or you get stuck in the storm. Mm. That's, that's dope. That's actually know, a dope term. A tornado go through a go through a, a whole neighborhood and wipe up, tear up houses. But the houses, yeah. the houses start spinning in the tornado and become the tornado. So mm. you're going to either be the storm or you're going to get stuck in the storm. Mm. I'll be the storm. Mm. So, so in terms of like, I know you're hearing this music and like, it almost seems like some artists are straddling the line between like promoting drug use yeah. and kind of like denouncing it. So like, how do you feel about the people that kind of come across like they're promoting it? Like for instance, future, he got mask off, right? Percocet, Molly Percocet. It's kind of like a promotion of it. Like, do you feel like it's is one of those things where like that works for him, so he's doing him? You shouldn't take him so literally. And here's the thing, though, because my uncle, uh, my uncle's uncle Spoon, he does security and a little management for Drake and Future. So I got, I didn't been with Future, I didn't been with Drake, I didn't been with a lot of big time people like one on one. Future ain't taking them drugs like these white kids is taking these drugs. So that it gets to a point like, like Juice World, for example. I love Juice to death. That was my guy. That was my guy. It really inspired me, really kind of inspired me to the direction my career that I took. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to Juice's music, you can tell that he was like, he was trying, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to get off them drugs. Mm -hmm. It's just the drugs right. helped him, helped him cope. Right. So I, I, it's hard to say for every single artist, but I just, like, cause I sometimes, you can hear my music and you could think I'm promoting drugs. But like, I want to say I'm promoting it. I just say it's like, it's what I'm going through at the point in time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it's a fine, it's a fine line though. It was, it's a fine line because you go, it goes from as an artist, do you, do you 
document your lifestyle, right? And if drugs is a part of that, is that you promoting drugs or are you just documenting your lifestyle, right? Or is it you're legitimately promoting it kind of like he was talking about? Like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I saw an interview that Future did, and um, listen, you ain't got to say nothing you don't want to say, but I, I saw an interview that Future did, I forget who it was with, and he said out of his mouth, oh yeah, like, I I don't be taking the drugs like it comes across, but I, I just kind of do it because I don't really know how to switch up my content, and like, this is what people want from me, they want to hear this type of shit from me, so I'm just going to keep doing it. When he said that, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I lost some respect because yeah. it's like, it's like, so, so you, you are acknowledging and willingly kind of like putting a message out there that's kind of destructive in a way, knowing good and damn well that you're not even living this lifestyle. Like, right. I can understand if you were living it, you could always say, oh, I'm living it. But to say I'm not living it and I'm still gonna promote it, that's, that's, that's where the, the balance in that, in that, exactly. and I would say like shit gets a little weird. What and, about and I can't rock kid, with it. What about the kid that's, Going through a hell in their household, and they turn on some future, and they go pop a Molly Perkins and overdose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's a fine line. Like, but these, I- but but what it is, these rappers and these entertainers, and and I don't want to keep it strictly strictly to rap, but I'll just call them um, influencers. Yeah, That's what I'll, I'll call it. Yeah, it's really just influencers. Like a lot of them feel like they're not role model role models, and 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 I agree with why they're saying that because you know you as a as a parent you kind of have to raise your own kids like. You gotta have to tell them like, yo, this world is a little fake. Like, don't take everything so literal. Like, use your own brain. So I feel them when they say it, but at the same time, there is some responsibility. I mean, I think with it, there is some. This is such a good convo. I think that so it's like it's complicated, right? Because how did future even get past the approval process, right? Like, (laughs) there's record labels that are backing this. Bingo. So, like, ding, they, ding, 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 ding. did they hear that? Like, could you imagine they were in a meeting, right? They're like, okay, future, uh, play your new album for us. And they hear Percocet, Molly. Like, it just got through. Cause I know there's certain things like in the industry that has not gotten through, right? Like, there's certain types of songs that has been blocked. Yeah. How did that, like, I mean, I bring up future. I don't want to like, cause there's a whole bunch of artists, right? Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly does it also. But I just felt like, Percocet, Molly Percocet was so blatant. Yeah. That was I've never hit. seen it so blatant. And it was a hit. Mask off. You got it was so blatant. It was so blatantly said out there. And I was just kind of like, it's interesting because, you know, at one point I agree with Uch where you say that, yeah, like it's, he, it's kind of sucks that you're trying to promote it. You're not really using it. But then at the same time, I'm like, are we supposed to take these rappers so literal? Like, we don't take movies literal. Like, we love Scarface. Like, Scarface was this big drug lord person, right? And people were like, yo, I want to be like Scarface. Like, I think it was a depiction of somebody. And people, you kind of just do what you want to do with the depiction. Yeah. I think Future is just depicting something and you do what you want to do with it. I, I feel that. I feel that. And you know, listen, I made I made that point before too. Like I'm I'm big Which I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not no, saying no. I agree with that. No, no, I'm with <laughs> but, you because honestly, like when I be having these combos with people, like I'd be making that exact point. Like movies or movies, nobody really looks at the Terminator or any of these dudes or John Wick. That's a character. Like, but you yeah. know what I mean? Times you get referenced in songs, 
be like, yo, I'm about to pull yeah. him out. I'm going to shoot him up like John Wick. Like, that's the thing. Like, people know it's a movie, but I think that the issue, my issue, and it's not really an issue for real, but my observation is um, when specifically when it comes to rap and hip hop, for whatever reason, they supposed to be living the, the raps. Like, the, the, that what whatever they say in the song has to be word. It has to be law written in stone. But if you look at every other genre, you look at country music, you look at R&B, you look at even pop music, bro, it's considered art. Ain't nobody like, yo, listen, Demi Lovato, you said this in this song, and we're going to hold you to those words. It's not that deep with these other genres, but with rap, it's like, nah, but it's real life. Why is that? That's kind of weird. Is that weird to y'all or not? Yeah, it's just it is because why wouldn't why because people take rap music a lot it's really serious, very serious. Very. But serious. you go watch a you go watch a movie and it's like oh that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it. You're like you're like uh, like John Wick did <laughs> shot fifty people. They're like yo, oh man, he it was so tastefully done. Like the yeah. way he shot the people, like you know, it's such violence. I, I've heard. I've heard people literally say I like violent movies. Like when somebody's getting their head ripped off, like that just gives me a adrenaline rush. I'm like, all right, well, rappers are talking about it. And it's just like, I don't know, maybe like just listening to something like makes it worse rather than seeing it. And I, I, I have no clue. I mean, I think personally, if you were to ask me, video games is out of all of the, of yeah. them should be the most toxic. Yeah, because mm-hmm. video games, you actually trying to shoot, like you actually right. trying to do. You you're know, part of this. You're part of the simulation. Of, like you're yeah, simulation. you're dictating you're actually, what happens. You're actually getting happening. angry. Yeah, like yeah. think about yeah. Call of Duty. You're yeah. trying to shoot somebody. You're trying to shoot your the person on the other side. So that has to do something with your head. Do you remember? You guys remember a few years back when this guy went and tried to rob a bank, got caught. And they asked him, so like, how did you how'd you come up with this? And this nigga said, uh, yeah, I I, I took it from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh man. Hey, listen, I don't listen, back in my back in my Grand Theft Auto days, I, I I've successfully robbed hella banks, but I, I never hey, thought hey, look, one look. time that that strategy would translate into real life. So hey, look, 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 look. They said, yo. How? Why did you run out of Denny's? I got it from Sonic the Hedgehog, man. I just, <laughs> I just started running, dog. Like, but nah, yeah, that's that's crazy, though. That's, that's uh, wild. it's it's. I think hip hop. I mean, it's. I love that that conversation because I'm just like you know, it's it's surprisingly, I think the drug talk is actually going kind of down. Yeah, no, I, I think, think rappers. I think it's shifting now to it is positive kind of like affirmation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next few years, we're gonna start seeing these negativity, all this stuff die out. Like, of course, it's still gonna be there. But I really think, like, um, what's the guy, Innerly Chopper, which he still talks about. There, he's he's really very controversial because that one album he dropped from Dark to Light was very positive. It was like that one song, Bryson, on there was. I was like, damn, dope, dope. And you get pulled over in Miami with Percocets and Zans and guns. So I'm. It's like, yeah. what what image are we setting out here for these kids? But then he'll t- he'll also yeah. turn around the next day and promote his like healthy Natural. living shit. That shit he's yeah. doing on, on yeah. you know what I'm it's, saying? It's it's confusing. You're confusing me. Make it make sense. I mean, the thing is, it's like you know they, these guys. I mean, they're living 365 days 
a year, right? And it's like maybe a hundred days you are clean, but like sometimes you're going to resort back to like your old self. Yeah. I mean, I know for me, like I should not be eating pizza. I got heart, I got heartburn, like serious heartburn. I'm going to eat a pizza every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so they resort. And, but I, I agree. I mean, I think in Ali Chapa, I think the big thing about him is he kind of like brags. Like, yo, I'm living this lifestyle that's healthy. Like, you know, the braggers not really humble about it. So when you slip up, it's just like, yo, like, what is he saying? You was bragging. But um, I kind of want to uh, talk about Juice World some more which i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm a nah man topics, love, but, um, you know you know i rock with juice so uh that's yeah. so uh, and it kind of pertains to topic number two which is like you know someone using rap flows styles um if it's disrespectful or paying homage so you mentioned that juice world was somebody that uh you uh definitely look up to somebody to help you know mold you to who you are as an artist so do you feel like Juice World gets the credit that he deserves? Because I feel like a lot of people, their music is influenced by Juice World. Yeah, I think, you know, I want it like it's kind of it's kind of hard because like you know I give credit to like I give all credit to Juice World. Like he's the reason why I'm rapping. Like a lot of my music, a lot of my flows, even when I like even when I start freestyling, a lot of those songs on my album, I didn't even tell you guys, a lot of those are freestyles. It's probably probably. I yo, I can I tell, swear, I can tell, I can tell. I swear, I when I was listening to it, I was like, I "These tell. are freestyles, dog." Like I could just tell. That's, I, you I tell. swear, you could tell. But a lot of but, but 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 that's but that's be that's only because like, for real, for real, me and Q like we we used to freestyle back and forth. Like we know exactly. we hear a fucking freestyle. Exactly. Like, exactly. I know it. Like, I can just hear exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of those songs are freestyles because that's what I, one thing I um when I start rapping like man. Juice World can freestyle his ass off. So I got to be able to freestyle if I want to be successful. So I spent damn near years learning how to freestyle. And I learned how to freestyle by memorizing people's songs. And that's, that's, how, mm. that's how I got my freestyling skills. But um, it's kind of hard, like, to – because some people don't want to give credit where it's due, but it's like, do you got to look at Kobe Bryant to know that he he copied Michael Jordan? Like, do, does Kobe mm. Bryant got to say that for you to know? Mm. Or can you just look at him and be mm. like, he's he trying to be like MJ. Mm. But, but like, what if, but, on, but what if though that that person is not familiar with MJ's skill set, so they might not know he got yeah. the influence from MJ. They yeah. might their their MJ might be Kobe, and that's where it stops. Exactly. Like is 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 it is it Kobe's responsibility to always walk around and say I was inspired by Jordan? Uh, or not? I think or not. so. I think so. Well, that's where well, the pain. How that's where the pain. How this part comes into play, I would, right? I would. I think so. I think so. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I think if you sound like Juice World or if you're trying to do his style, if you can do it tastefully, then like you can, I don't have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe Bryant, if not the best player in, in ever, he's like top five, you know what I'm saying? Like top six, top seven. Like right. he's highly successful because he did it so tastefully and he did it yeah. and you can tell like he, repetition I know we talked about that offline you can tell like he just kept studying it he kept trying to like okay I'm gonna perfect it because at the end of the day I think Juice World we used to talk about this all the time which Juice World arguably That's was true. the most talented artist in the hip hop game 
Bro, he was. He, he was. was. I, 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 I used to say, say, say it. Arguably. Yo, I will never forget. I will never. And I got juice. I got a couple albums on the wall. I'm still fixing my wall. I got a couple albums that just meant a lot to me personally. Uh, and Goodbye and Good Riddance was, was so fire. Like, Ooh. it was just, I will never forget, like, me, Q, we was we was going out in D.C., believe we were going yep. to park. Uh, yep. That's no ad for them or anything. But you showed me the song Lucid Dreams. You were like, yo, babe, I, I know this. I heard this song called Lucid Dreams, yo. This is by this dude named Juice World. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Like, I wasn't yeah. even entertaining it. Like, what do you yeah. mean, like, this guy named Juice World? I listened, and I was, like, blown away. And then I saw another song of his, uh, the All Girls Are the Same. And I was bought in, like, okay, I ain't never heard, like, I've never heard this consistent already. Just two songs I'm blown away at, at the talent. And so, you know, Juice World was talented. And then also, like, bro, he was re- he was freestyling for an hour. Like, <laughs> what was, I don't understand, I, like, in my brain, I cannot <laughs> grasp how, as a human being, you can see someone freestyling for an hour and not say that that is fucking amazing and incredible. Like, what do y- y'all think that's normal? No. Like, that's just weird to me how people are not like at all at that type of stuff. That's that's weird to me. But and the funny thing is that he didn't. I feel like he he didn't really tap into his rapping bag like that no, as he much as he he should have or could have. Like Juice World was like, uh, he could go toe to toe. Like when he when he had his like rapping voice and all that stuff, he can go toe to toe with like Chicago drill rappers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he it's was that type there. of rapper. Like to me, it, it I, I rocked with his melody. I, I rock with his melody more though. Like let's be yeah. real. Like yeah, of course, that's his, what I said. I, singing back. Like I don't care about oh, the rapping shit. Like when he's doing the the singing, none of that other of stuff matters. Of course, for real, for real. Of course. Go ahead, Benji. You about to say something? Before I started like rapping you know i used to always play how much juice world but i actually went and i reached out i went to juice world's uh instagram page i went to his tag photos and i seen everybody that was connected to him so i reached out to every single person i found in his tag photos and i met this guy called harley who's to this day still really really good guy he's my guy i don't know if you guys are familiar with the artist season you guys ever heard of him he has a song spider-man movie the song hide yes Yes, that's what I said. I heard of him. Yeah, I never, that's I never my, heard that joint. I like that soundtrack, my, by the way. You gotta go listen to that. But Seasons, my guy, like that's my guy. Like when I when I first started making music, I dropped the EP that I took down called um, "Heartbreaks in Hell," and I had the nine 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 on there. He sent me a DM, and mind you, this is the guy that I've seen at Rolling Loud on Juice World with Juice World. Like he he has he actually had a relationship with Juice. Like this is the closest I'm gonna get to Juice since Juice is gone. So he sent me a DM, check me. Hey, bro, what you putting 999 up there for? Check me. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> Let me take that motherfucker down. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, I reached out to Hiley. You know, anytime Hiley's in town, he'll come stay at my manager's spot. We'll go get dinner. We'll talk. And he'll play Juice World recordings, show me unreleased Juice World music. But I did as much as I can to be like, you know, I just want to show you guys, like, I respect, I respect Juice. Like, I'm not trying to take his flow. Take mm-hmm. his style. I'm not trying. I'm not one of those. I respect him because dude helped mm-hmm. me through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Being honest with you, if I don't know if I would have ran through Juice World's music, I don't know if I'll still be. I'll still be here. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a lot That's of people. It's a wow. lot of people that can say that. That's the crazy part. That's the impact. I mean, I know. I, love, I, I know somebody I in particular that. that said that. I know somebody yeah. in particular that said just that. I won't say and, the and, name, and, but I know. And I love that you said that. Yeah, you, you don't have to say the name, but like, no. I I love that you said that because. 
earlier you was talking about how you got young kids in your DMs who ultimately are going to be looking at you. You know, if you ascend to that stage, you know, and 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 I would say, don't even think that you got to even be Juice World level. Like, people, bro, there's people we're inspiring with, with the shit that we're doing. Like, there's people in my DMs. That's like, yo, man, I rock with you. Like, keep it. You don't have to be a massive person to be inspirational and be impacting other people's lives. You know. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I think you know the. I know I'm gonna get off Juice World real quick, but I mean, is he the youth's Pac? Yes. Is he like this generation's Pac? I know bro, G Herbo. G Herbo. G Herbo called him yeah. Biggie. G Herbo oh, said Biggie. he's he's this generation's Biggie. And I felt him. I believe it. I, I felt him. I was like, I, I I, he's not lying. Like, like to to for somebody to be so uh, dynamic, rapping just from a talent standpoint. One thing people always rave about Biggie is just straw. It's straight talent. Like, how many people have come through and had the the vocal stamina, the the wordplay mixed with the double entendres, mixed with the delivery. Like, bro had all elements checked out. He checked boxes in areas that your average person don't check. You know what I'm saying? But you know, the thing is, you know, I will say this, Uch. Remember when I told you about Juice World? What did I say? I said, there's this dude named Juice World that sounds identical to Lil Uzi Vert at the time. Because I didn't really like, you know, break down Juice World's music. I didn't really break down the slim really. Like one thing I do, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a knock myself down for doing this because I do this a lot. Uch can vouch. I said Roddy Rich sounds like Lil Dirk. I said I, I said it too. I said Juice World sound like Lil Uzi Vert. I said uh, I couldn't really tell the difference. Designer sound like Future, but I was like, Designer still sounds like Future even after I did analyzation. But you know, like. I do that a lot. And, I, am, uh, am I tripping? No, like, no, no. You're not. Yo, you're not tripping. And that's. I'm glad you even brought that up because I I want to keep having this comment. We can transition from Juice World because the yeah. reason why I wanted to talk about like like what is the balance between stealing flows and it being disrespectful and it paying homage is because recently Tory Lanez had a back and forth with Cassidy. I don't know if Vince, you peeped yeah. or any yeah, of that. I've seen, I've seen that. He but like he was talking crazy. But like if you if you know where this shit stemmed from, it's because Tory Lanez did a freestyle on yep. Funk Flex, and he and Cassidy felt and it's, it was factual. Cassidy was like, "Yo, bro, like you stole mine. my lines, you stole my whole swag, you stole everything." Like, but by the way, Tory is Tory's been accused of this before, so this is not some new shit. And so I was just wondering, like, should Cass is Cassidy tripping? Like. What what should Tory Lanez have done more to pay homage? Because then Tory Lanez came out and said, "Yo, me stealing your flow and all that was paying homage." Ooh, like that was, that's what he said. I remember that he, too. He should have said, "Yo, I'm Cassidy paying homage." Bar. He should have dropped a Cassidy bar, and and he he would have ended all this all this. If he just had a freestyle, he would have said, a, "Drop the Cassidy bar." I like gave him homage. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because I mean, line, you it's, know, I think it's so, it's so touchy. You know, man. this is like you know where I. Man. You know, Vince brought up something. You know, I think it's really in the tone. A lot of times, with the I feel like Tory Lanez gets himself in trouble sometimes with his tone. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he responded, it was kind of like Cassidy probably didn't like his tone. Like, yeah. yo, no, like, you know, like, you you kind of being a little, it, it just comes across as disrespectful. I don't think it was disrespectful. I, I, you should be grateful I've been rapping your beat. Didn't he say some stuff like that, too? Yeah, something like that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like your tone is like, yo, so Cassidy had the diss record, which, by the way, I think 
Tory Swag, I just feel like you can't beat him on a battle like that. That line where he said on the uh, disc record where he said, uh, "I still a you nigga was in them, you was in it." Nah, he, he said, said you was in them hotels. You was in them hotels of R. Kelly. We should flame you up. I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I was like, damn. Yo, Q. Yeah, Yo, Q. Killed him with that ball. He killed him. Yo, Q. Remember we had this. Sorry, not to deviate. <laughs> I'm gonna digress just very briefly. Remember last episode, we had that argument about how do you judge rap? The battles. beefs. Yeah. And yeah. I told you, yeah, yeah, like, like oh, who's more animated? Who's more yeah. like swagged out? Who who can yeah, really just yeah. perform? <laughs> is usually the one who's going to win. Like, if you yeah, listen, if you listen yeah. to Cat Cassidy, had the. Flows, he was rapping. He had all Cassidy. We had punch lines. He did what Royce like, did to me. Yeah, he did. He did. You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, Tori hit him with a few lines, but it's just like yo, that joint was like woo. I was like, yeah, ah, he out. But then even on that song, right? Like to kind of move the conversation forward on that song that he dissed uh Cassidy, he sounded like Meek Mill. He sounds just like <laughs> Meek, bro. He sounds just like Meek. <laughs> And then Meek Mill got mad at him. The beat was like Meek. He was flowing like Meek. It's like, bro, like, do you have your own? Why? How you beefing with a? How you beefing with somebody else using somebody else's swag? That's just weird. (laughs) But and then and then he had the audacity to say, "I still a nigga flow and what? And what? But what? Remember what I said last episode." Remember what I said last episode? He did it tastefully. If you do something tastefully, you can get away with it. He killed it. Like nobody's gonna say that that he didn't kill it. Like that that that. Well, but hold on, but hold on, but hold on. But see, now I gotta get you. I'm playing devil's advocate now because we having a conversation. This is a very nuanced one. How do you judge what's tasteful and what's not? That's so subjective. Look, yeah, look. There's a dude. There's a like dude it. named. There's a dude named FBG Goat. Right now, right? I don't. I think the FBG stands for Free Band Gang. I don't know his. He to believe he's affiliated with Future. I believe. I just heard a new song called "17 Days, 17 Nights" featuring Trippy Red, and I said, "Bruh, this dude sounds exactly like Future. I've never heard anybody sound so identical to Future, bro. I didn't even. I, I was like, Yo, am I tripping? Like, is it Future featured on this?" That's how bad it was. <laughs> and it's like... I gotta go listen to that when we get off the show. Bro, go listen to that. There's another dude named Dusty Locaine who sounds Dusty. just like Pop Smoke. Now, I love Dusty. That sounds just like Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. That one song rolled? <laughs> he sounds exactly like Pop Smoke, dog. Is that cool? Is that, but is, then, is but then you hear the what? Like, You know, it's funny. Like, they can't help it, right? You hear the voice. Like, like designer. I was like, yo, designer sounds like future. But then you hear his voice. That's just his natural voice. Like, remember uh, the dude that sounded like Biggie back in the day? Um, uh, Damn, what's his name? Damn. Gorilla Black. Gorilla Black, yep. Gorilla Black. Sound identical like to Biggie, but he just happened to sound like Biggie. There was a dude who sounded like Jay-Z. Remember, he was in Burger Gang. With Jim Jones in them back in the oh, uh, like early <laughs> dipset days. Bro sounded exactly like Jay-Z, dog. Yo, Vince, Vince, Vince is looking at us like that. I don't know what the fuck you niggas is talking about. Dog. Hey, we gotta oh, show yeah. him that too. We gotta show him that too. Yeah, he's like hey, Marilyn hey, Manson. Hey Vince, who was sounding like Marilyn Manson? Come on. Mm. Who was sounding identical to Marilyn Manson? I wanna say somebody. somebody. Was stealing some stuff from Ozzy, bro. Okay. Who was? Oh, Marilyn Manson was stealing from Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I want to say 
this new guy, Young Blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, Young Blood, yeah. That's a present day Marilyn Manson. You guys, you guys ever heard of Young Blood? I, I know I'm Young Blood. Hip. I'm not hip. I know no, Young Blood. He's Y-U. He spells with a U. Y- yes. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I, I thought he was a rapper, actually. Yeah, his name, you would think, right? Oh. He makes yes. rock music. Because I've seen him. I was going to say, I've seen him featured on a couple songs, but then I'm like, I don't hear him. Hmm. So I'm thinking maybe he's like. Now you heard him. You just didn't think it was him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he does like hip hop features. Yeah. Hmm. Him and MGK like this, you know, he's a homosexual too. So he's gay. He got in one of his songs. He says, uh, my, my dad told me if I, uh, kiss, kiss a boy, I'm going to end up dead. So I took my best friend to the shed and I fucked him. (laughs) What? Oh, so he's like yeah. that. Like he's a oh, no, he's, he's like, a rebel too. No, he's like yeah. daring with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm oh, a, I'm gonna yeah. check out a song guy because I've never heard his dude. I don't know. I see I it because I like like I said, I really like MGK. So I that's where and, I saw it, is yeah, yes, he's MGK, on you know MGK is like I wanna say you know, young blood wants to fuck MGK. Like that he's <laughs> if you go look at the pictures, he's hanging on MGK like he's a girl. Jesus like, Christ. It, it's, it's is ridiculous. that bad? It's Yo, that's crazy. Let but me let, hey you guys talk. I'm about to look up this guy, man. Cause this is who who the fuck you is never a young heard dude, bro? I never heard dude. Yeah, I've you, I've seen I, like I said, I seen it. I never knew I see it. It says, Oh, featuring young blood, and I'm like, yo, I don't hear him. He's I think I swear, I believe he's on a song with um, you know, KSI, right? Yep, KSI Polo G, Young Blood. That's how I was like, yo, I, and I was waiting for him. I was like, I don't hear him. You heard I, him. <laughs> I just probably didn't know it was him exactly. Okay, wow. Okay, but you know that joint with Polo G. I love that song, Polo G KSI. Yeah. I heard uh, Patience, and you know, yeah, yeah. Little 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 video because uh, Young Blood's gay. Yeah, you, nah, said, that shit. you said check the music video out, or, or yeah, you don't? know, Polo G wouldn't be in the music video because of Young Blood, you gay. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Wait, that. wait, for real, that's what he said. Yes, that will. That's not what he said, but that that's the underlying industry fact behind it. Mm. Yikes. No, I like yikes, it. Yikes. I, um, I, I finished third place, and Vance had a um, they had this thing where you submit some music, and you get a chance to make a song with Young Blood and perform live with them. And I finished third place. I was two spots away from winning the competition. Mm. Okay. Oh wow, that's I've crazy. Been, hey, it's gonna happen one day. He's, and, he's probably watching this. He's gonna be like, "Yo, I'm gonna reach out." Word, yeah, word. I, I young love that for a, a long time, and I didn't even know dude was gay. I knew dude was like in touch with his feminine side, but I didn't know he's gay until he came out with that uh song. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's gay. Hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. Hey, listen, listen. Wow. I, I'm be honest. I don't personally. I don't even care nothing about sexuality. Just if your music is fire, your music is fire. Like I don't me, care. Me neither. I've got. I've gotten, I've gotten to that point. I've gotten to that point. I the one thing I will say, I don't like what Little Nas X is doing. Mm. Speak, speak on it. Speak on it, real really briefly before like we move on to the next topic. Using the gay agenda, I feel like with Tyler the Creator, and you know, and I was wrong about Tyler the Creator because I thought Tyler the Creator, I really didn't think he was gay. I thought he was using it to just get some publicity. Get, I think Little Nas X is using that gay agenda in the the homosexual community. I think he, or I shouldn't say homosexual, LG LGBT. Is that right? I know I, I was I had a problem saying that. I last believe week it's too. LBGTQ plus or something yeah, like that. I yeah. think that, I think I got it right. That community, because um, I feel like Lil Nas X is doing a lot. Like, and you you can do whatever you want, but my thing is, why weren't you gay when when that when, before you blew up? You know what I'm saying? Oh, mm. oh. 
I mean, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and defend him a little bit. I, I, I think, you know, like just like Tyler, the creator, I think Tyler, the creator was figuring out his sexuality during his like album making process. You know, like he's still trying to figure it out, how to talk about it. I think Lil Nas X was still trying to figure out like how I'm going to like, you know, just like anybody would try to figure out like, how am I going to like Kanye? When Kanye first came out, he was trying to figure out how can I be a book bag rapper with Rockefeller? Like, you know, I think Lil Nas X, I, I think Lil Nas X now thinks he's a savior for that community. He's like, you know, I'm going to be extra because the community don't got that right now. So initially I was with you. I was like, you know, man, there's something like he's a little gimmicky, but now I'm yeah, like, yo, this is actually a gimmicky. But I'm I, like, nowadays yeah. I'm like, I, I actually look at him and I'm like, yo, this is actually really good for the, the that community because you got somebody that's like a mega star who's not afraid to do it. I mean, his videos are a lot, man. Like for, I'm a straight man. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. I mean, because you know, it's, it's the reason it's hard a lot because it's actually like, Borderline porno, right? Like, uh, so, bro, it's soft porn. Even if it's dog. even soft if it porn. was girls and guys, like it is still like almost like porno, right? But yeah. um, at the end of the day, like I said, I I think it's a it's a. I was actually thinking about this on my drive from New York. I was like, yo, like they, he's he's actually doing a lot for that community. Like they're probably looking at him like super proud. Like this is you know that community's this that community's like. Big Biggie or or Jay Z or whatever. So, but here's you know, my, I kinda, here's bro, my bro, bro, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh. Lil Nas X is not no community Jay Z or Biggie. Let's <laughs> okay. knock, let's let's knock that off. We're, listen, I can legitimately make an argument, and this is this is has nothing to do with his sexuality. By the way, I don't think he's that talented. I agree. I nothing to do with. I agree. I, when, when have you heard a Lil Nas X song other than Old Town Road and, and maybe Panini? I, I don't know, Panini. man. Like, he, there's just not that many songs where I'm just like, yo, damn, yo, like, this guy's fire. I, I don't I like, I, I, I don't I like, I like the and joint he has with Jack Harlow. I yeah, like that, that one was tough. That one's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I just don't think that he, I said this a lot. I just don't think he plays it safe. His videos are risky. But as an artist, he actually plays it safe. Like, if you actually pay attention to the melodies, they're very simple. He yeah, doesn't really, like, he's I, not I as think, fearless as a I musician. Think, I think he's think. not that good. I think he's not that fearless. I think he's not that good. Musician. Like, come on now. We got, we, get, we ain't copping, please. But, uh, but we like ain't copping, please for dudes' talents. Like, if they got, and I'm not trying to say he's, I'm yeah. not trying to say he's biggie skill wise. Let me get that straight. I'm not trying to say skill wise. I'm trying to say, like, influential. I like, in terms of like people look at him like you know what i mean like i think he's he, what he's doing right now is going to be viewed big time a couple years Pi- from pioneer now. it's gonna be pioneer pioneer i just wanted to i wanted to that, clear though. i wanted to clear that up because i wanted to make sure we're all speaking the same language here like i want people to hear that shit and be like oh the q said uh he's their biggie like yeah thank no, you for this we're not doing not that. what i meant like a pioneer <laughs> for hip-hop i consider biggie and Pac and all the people like pioneers but gotcha. here's the only thing with him why tweet after this last song i'm gonna go back to my hip-hop agenda i'm gonna go back to being a hip-hop rapper y'all see that tweet right no, I didn't. I didn't what, see what, that. Go look mean? at that tweet. We tweet after uh, this will be my last gay, whatever gay agenda stuff. I'm gonna go back to being a hip hop rapper. If if I'm a homosexual, 
or if I'm a, 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 a what is it, bisexual, whatever they, whatever they call it, mm. I wouldn't you feel some type of way? Like, so you just used our community to get all these streams. Mm. Hey, bruh, bruh. Yo, I mean, Vince, I like Vince, I like where you I like where you're going. You cook it. you cooking right now. It. We listen, I Q and I, it. we talk I about this, this all the time. Like we talk about how like certain artists will use their the clout that they started with. Like, for example, Post Malone gets this a lot, right? Post Malone came up hip hop, right? White Iverson, too young, all the early joints that people hey. knew him from went hella pop and like stayed there. Right. And people are like, bro, like, did you just use the hip hop community to catapult yourself? Basically. Basically. Right. And so and then he comes back with a song called Montley Crew, which is just it's like, a, so, bro, like it's that's just my, a, that's one of my favorite bands, bro. That shit is a banger. I ain't, you ain't going to get no argument for me. That's a banger. I'm just saying it seems like a blatant attempt to me to, to really get back into the hip hop lane. But of course, him and his people are just going to be like, well, he's versatile. He likes to well, make this music. This, he likes to do this. Da, 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 da. And I get that too. That's funny. That too. That's funny because guess what? What did I send you in the message, right? I said, is hip hop pimping genres? That was one of the topics I had. I said, is hip hop pimping Afro pop? Is hip hop, did hip hop pimp reggae? Or is hip hop being pimped? I think it's the other way around. Hip hop is being pimped. I think so. I think, think hip hop is being pimped. I think hip hop. From the 90s to 2000s to the 80s, even I think hip hop has go so far away from what it what it came from. Mm. I think hip hop's mm. evolved to something. I because you hear Little Uzi Vert, they say he's hip hop. Mm -hmm. I don't think mm -hmm. Little Uzi's hip hop. I think he's alternative. I, I, I Juice I, World. I agree. They I said agree. Juice World's hip hop. I agree. But you you guys said it's the melodies. The that sound a little alternative to me. I agree. So, it's like, almost, what yeah. is the definition of hip hop in 2021? Like, what is what I don't, is hip hop? I, I, yo, I listen, I'm gonna be honest. If you're with black, you, if you're black, I, it's hip hop. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Here's, <laughs> here's what I would say. Like, that, I, in my opinion, like, hip hop started like the the idea of hip hop was like, it was like conscious rap, and then it started becoming like a lifestyle. There was like a lifestyle associated with hip hop, right? Back in the day, they was beatboxing, they was doing the, they was they was breakdancing, like all of those different things were part of the hip hop culture. Like there was certain things that people were doing. The lines are getting so blurred now. Dudes is dressing like rock stars. They they they're incorporating rock elements into the music. Of how course they of, co of course they rap, but if you sing and rap, how is that rapping? And that's what these old heads will try to say, bro. He's singing. That's not rap. Are they wrong or is the genre just evolving? Like it's, it's, it's like anything. It, everything changes with time. I think in a 20, 30 years, hip hop is going to sound like nothing we ever thought it would sound like. Of course. You go to the hip hop charts on Apple Music, on Spotify, on Billboards. Every single song sounds totally different. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no common theme in each song. You go, mm -hmm. you go to country, it's a common theme. Mm -hmm. You go to rock, mm -hmm. it's a common mm -hmm. theme. I agree. And I think... You know, I, I here's my theory. Here's my theory. I think hip hop is viewed as like the entry level genre. So like if you're trying to get into music, hip hop, yeah, you're just a hip hop artist. But then once you can show that you can do other things, oh, well, you know what? They graduated from hip hop. They're pop artists. 
oh, they graduated from hip hop. They're alternative artists now. You have to graduate from hip hop. And I feel like that's what Post Malone did. Post Malone started out as hip hop. Then once he proved that he can make successful pop music, they now put him in the pop lane. I think hip hop is just kind of like, that's why I think hip hop is being pimped. I think hip hop is just kind of like, you know, looked at as just kind of like, I, I think they look at it as low. And and by people, I mean like executives and, and like higher ups, they look at it as low. Yeah. And so they just, they don't really got the time to actually listen to like Lil Z Vert. They're just like, ah, you know, he's black. <laughs> he, you know, yeah, he, he has like a little 808 on his beat. Like, that's hip hop. But it's like, you're not even actually taking the time to actually listen because he may not move the needle like a Taylor Swift does. Because think about it, like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift dropped uh, with Kendrick Lamar. Um, and we know he got bad blood. Yeah. That's yeah. a hip hop song. Whoa, 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 from a no, she was just on the hook. I think what you're saying is like what you're talking about is the production elements. Like, no, no, the production was very hip hop. Listen to me, what on that song? It was on that thing like Taylor Taylor Swift is she Taylor Swift was only on the hook, Kendrick was rapping throughout that song. That's a pop song, they say it's pop. Like, so, I don't know. That's well, it. That's it's, it's well, that's because that was her song, right? Was it not? So? <laughs> on, but but like you said, but like you said, it, it goes both ways, right? The same reason why a Tyler, the creator, can put out an album called Igor, which had like 20% rap on it, if you're being real. Yeah, that and, they consider, and, they, and they consider that for the rap, the rap genre, because, because he's thing. black and he yeah. raps. It's the same shit that they Stupidest do to white thing. people like Taylor Swift. She's a yeah. white person. She makes pop music. We don't give a fuck what the production sound like. We're considering this shit pop. Like, fuck so is the, it, so then it actually has it's it's, it's equally uh <laughs> racist, Discrim- discriminatory. <laughs> white people getting st- <laughs> white people getting stereotyped. Black people getting stereotyped. Even Spanish people getting stereotyped. Like reggae tone. Everything is reggae tone. <laughs> as soon as somebody's speaking on a, if, if you hear anybody it's, speaking Spanish, oh, this is reggae thong. bro. They could be doing country. You ever heard a country song that was somebody speaking Spanish? A country rap, a, a Spanish country song. You heard that before? They gonna consider no, that shit rap- reggae thong. No, my man, my man, Bad Bunny raps. They be having trap beats. They like reggae tone genre. Okay. But uh, you know, I want I kind of go to the next topic, I guess, is um <laughs> rappers who changed the game but never blew up. This is a, a topic that I came up with. Um, because the reason I said that was because um I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, like, you know, there's flows that are out there, like by Ace Hood, that I feel like Ace Hood created that he never blew up, but other people got to capitalize off that flow. He so fucked himself. We wore that fake Rolex. That, that's true. That's right. Fell off. Hey, like, hey, we yeah. can't rock with you. Hey, so he, no fuck, he fucked up. He fucked up. <laughs> but he then, uh, up. you know, you got like, for instance, Coyle Roy, right? Like, she sounds like Des Loaf. I don't. I don't think Des Loaf gets Bro, enough credit. Coyle Ray. Good comparison. Coyle Ray sounds like Des Loaf mixed with with Playboy Cardi. Like it's like right? a, it, I see elements, but no, another person who I think sounds like Des Loaf. Uh, a boogie with the hoodie, like his whole style. Like when we first found out about him, it was very seemed very inspired by him or by her, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Another one is uh, P and B Rock. I feel like there's some like I've heard 
The T. Grizzly sound like P.M.B. Rock? He, he messed himself up though when he beefed with Drake though. Oh, uh, I didn't. I didn't even know he beefed with Drake. Yeah, Wait, what did, what, I didn't even hear about that. What happened? They were for a second. I don't know if it was over some female. You know, Drake. If you got a girl, you better keep a girl on lock. If you get around Drake, Man, what? <laughs> oh yeah, heartbreak My, Drake. They. Can you uh, can you call your uncle? Can we go meet Drake? Hell no. We're not doing that, man. Not Drake. He's not the one. He, yeah, he's not the one. I don't know. He didn't sleep. He slept with that. He was, that girl was about to get engaged or married. I heard about that. I heard about that. Yo, yo, I if some of these that. stories are true, if some of these stories that I be hearing are true, it's like, bro, this dude is a savage. Dude, you know, Drake is really a savage. He, he is a savage, my G. <laughs> he is a quiet savage. savage. My God. He's a quiet savage. I mean, he, he I think he's a savage because he knows he can be. Like he's like, yo, I got more money than you. I'm just gonna be a savage just because and then write about it. I mean, it's like I'd rather you write and say, like, a girl I was messing with was a slut. Like, go ahead, she's a slut. I'm like, okay, cool. No, he, he starts saying he be saying stuff like, you know, I thought about her. You know, while she was with you, I'm like, okay, like that's disrespectful. <laughs> say whatever the hell you want. Say like she sucks, like she doesn't look good, whatever. Bro, you know, we were talking lie. about her number. Yeah. I, I, I just hey, y'all know this is off topic. Oh you know, Drake hit Kim K. That's why Kanye and Drake beefed out. I heard about that. Man, that's, yeah. the, that's, that's the alleged. That's the alleged. Like, make her right. Nothing nice. Talking about driving down on their little house, going to hit your wife and leaving. I heard about bro, that. bro. If that listen, if I that's true, if that's true, I don't know. I, I don't know nothing about none of that, man. Listen, I'm gonna be I honest with nothing. you. Nothing. I don't know nothing. Yeah, listen, listen, ever since ever since listen, I listen, I know I knew Drake was a savage, and this probably this yeah. is probably the most honorable thing Drake has done yet, but it's still savage. I knew it was out of control where I heard this week. That Drake is now dating this one girl. She's like a forty-year-old uh, chick who Basketball, like has a son yeah. who's like a AAU yeah. plays with LeBron's yeah. LeBron's yeah. son. He took and, her like, to the he, baseball field. He no, but he just bought her son a chain. That's like the story. I'm like, bro, what? Oh. Like, yo, if I'm do, if I'm the son who, by the way, is supposedly this, he gonna get drafted. Like, if he actually keeps the trajectory, like he's a one of them type of players. I feel some type of way, man. Like, don't buy me no fucking chain. Like, why you smashing my mom? Like, listen, stop it. Listen. You're, you're doing. Your you gotta chill. Though. Say it again. And you gonna be mad? Your mama smashing Drake though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would say if I'm him, put myself in the mind. I could see how like I wouldn't be insulted. If anything, it's a compliment, right? I think but, so. bro, don't be buying me no chain, man. Like, I think you now you're just trying to buy me. Like, why are you doing that to me? That's where I draw the line, my G. Like I, 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 I don't listen. I don't indulge in Drake rumors. I don't need except, You know, ever since I he dropped, hey, listen, ever since he dropped, I'm upset. I said I'm not messing with this guy no more. <laughs> he said something, something. All I do is call the people. I'm upset. <laughs> Hundred thousand on my. I was like, yo, this guy is gangster. I, I ain't yeah. no more. Yo, but to bring uh, it back though, to bring it back though, like to what we're talking about, like I. Yeah, there's there's a ton of people. The PNB Rock is definitely definitely one. Like I, I remember I heard a song uh that um was on ADHD by Jordan Lucas. And I and I said, man, I said, I was listening. I'm like, bro, like, why does Jordan Lucas sound like PNB Rock? Like, I, this is the most random person you you could possibly be inspired by. I wouldn't that's, think that that would be the case, but he definitely sounded like him. That's one person I can't stand. Jordan Lucer uh Lucas this uh 
He dissed Juice World, I want to say. Oh, yeah, what'd he say? Did he? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. But he said something like, uh, kids looking up to a drug head or a crackhead, some shit like that. But you you got a song, and you, you I don't know what song it is, but he, it was very Juice world Because Jordan, Jordan Luke is known for stealing flows. People be, still, people be stealing flows more than we think, man. That shit happens yeah. so often. Like, yeah. that's why, yeah. like, it's about doing it tastefully. If you do, if you go but, too oh, if you go too crazy with it, I gotta call you out. Like, but I call like, you out. Hard though for as an artist. Like, for example, my producer sent me a beat, Travis Scott type beat, XXX Tentacion type beat. Like, what? It's hard when it, the, even the producers. That's a great point. That's true. That's a great point. That's true. Like, that's a great true. point. Bro, the tight. Who am I going to think the, about when I'm, when I'm writing a song? The tight beat. That's a great point. The a great point. wave is, ridiculous. is probably why all these people be sounding the same. Back in the that's day, they didn't have great, that. That's a great I like that. Great I like that point. angle. It's a great. I never thought about it that way. Think like, about it. You get yeah. these tight beats. Like. All my producers are kids from YouTube. Who they? I like this beat. I'm gonna take it down as yours, Vince. I'm getting mm. a Juice World type beat, sad type beat, happy type beat, emo type beat. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're damn near telling me what to do. Yeah. I mean, but hold on, but let's. But see, I would say though, while I'm I'm agreeing with you in every way, like that's I think that that's re- the reason why people be sounding the same. Like that actually proves the power of the producer. The producer mm. is the one that's. That's mm. really staring the sound of the of the day and age, right? Like, if they were to do something different, which is why I think they need to be more creative, right? Like, and I know you're trying to make money, like, as a producer. Like, I can understand. If I made beats and, like, somebody came to me trying to sound like Drake and I made those type of beats, well, guess what? I'm going to milk that. Like, I'm going to keep making them beats because this is what y'all want. But, like, I just feel like that's why I got to salute the producers like Hit Boy who have, like, all types of just sounds and different genres. Like he's made songs with Beyonce. He's done. You see what he's doing with Nas these days. Like I got to salute people who are versatile uh, from a production standpoint, man. Those people are, they, they're definitely set themselves apart. Well, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is, is it too easy to emulate people? Like, you know, you can emulate Travis Scott. Okay. But who, has anybody successfully emulated Kid Cudi? His yeah. style Travis, is just Travis so Scott. crazy. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. He's, he's oh, definitely Travis, one. But he's not Kid I mean, I, I look at it, but I'm like, there's he's no way. I don't see it. Wait, hold on. But when you say style, what I do don't you mean? see it. What do you mean? Like his rapping production? Which I'm which talking part? about like his rapping style, his singing. Like, I don't, I feel like Kid Cudi is one of those artists that like people try to emulate, but you just can't sound like him. Like even I don't see the similarities between Travis Scott and Kid, Kid Cudi. Like I mean I see him trying to sound like Kid Cudi, but I don't think he like actually sounds like Kid Cudi at all. I think early like, Travis. I think early Travis. Early Travis, like so. even pre rodeo like basically rodeo. Nah, he definitely has like elements. nobody has it's, made it's, day and night. Who has made day and night like a song like that ever? And day and night was huge. We could take, we could have Travis Scott go karaoke day and night. I bet you he sounds just like Kid Cudi. <laughs> I bet you. He probably would. But yeah. okay, all right, all right, all right. So then let's say, I mean, it, it's hard though. Let's say fifteen people try to sound like Kid Cudi. Maybe like two of them will yeah. successfully be able to do it. But like 15, 16 people try to sound like, um, 
I don't know, uh, like Uzi, a lot of people would sound like him. I'm not saying Uzi has a little more flair with it, but but like people, it's it's kind of easier to sound like him. And it's not a knock on anybody. I just think that it's like, you know, these days, and, and same thing with rappers too. Like, I think it's easy to sound like a guy like, let's say, Nas, right? Nas is good. Don't get me wrong. Nas is, it's Nas's wisdom that makes him so like good. But like several people in the past sounded like Nas. Like the game said he sounds like Nas. He, he said it himself. Bro, the game is sound um, like everybody. Yeah, he, he sound like everybody. That's true. He's enough. Like, yo, the game. Yo, I feel like Nas's be... style is emulatable. Very well, the, emulatable. The game might be Tory Lanez before Tory Lanez. Like how Tory. they used to accuse, like, like they used to accuse Tory. Like right now, Tory Lanez is what they say is, man, he sounds like everybody. That's what the game was doing. He didn't. He didn't apologize at all. He didn't care. He didn't yeah. care. One song I mean, one he was Dre, like, one Dre, he sound like sounded Gucci, like man. Biggie. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, he sounded like good. So, okay, so just to kind of go to the next topic, I'm gonna say this: How yeah. many people does Tory Lane sound like? <laughs> so, so like, name them out. Like, okay, I'll start. He sounds like Travis Scott from time to time. Yeah, that's one. He, Meek Mill. Wow. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. He sounds like Meek more often than than I think most. Honestly, he sounds like. He Fetty, remember, he was he he started sounding like Fetty Wap at one point, bro. Somebody, yo, <laughs> somebody said, I saw this in the comments and I saw this a, a bunch of times. They said, yo, he's starting to sound like ESTG. And I'm like, I bro. saw that. And I was and like, I'm yo. like, fam, ESTG is a new art. You mean to tell me Tori's stealing off that nigga too? Like, damn. Hey, you know, uh, a lot of artists do that though. Drake, mm-hmm. hey, Drake been doing it. Drake, that's how Drake, Boy. look at Soldier yeah. Boy. That's yeah. true, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. Yep. A lot he of said he stole my flow. Ain't giving him his credit. He said he stole my flow. CD. Did y'all watch the versus battle when uh Bow Wow? Yeah. Did you remember when Bow Wow said, I got a song with the greatest girl, the greatest girl artist on the world, Beyonce? That nigga Soldier Boy said, Hold on. Hopped about the bed. That's me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying though. Yeah, I feel like Beyonce ain't even give no credit. So wait, wait, wait. So Beyonce, Beyonce can't say. Come on now. Beyonce, I'm gonna say Beyonce hopped. She can't say hopped out the bed without stealing. Like I don't. Uh, That's going too far. Listen, Soldier Boy was the first rapper to do a lot of things, but uh, you know, maybe he was he the first rapper to ever steal a flow. Because he seems to be the first rapper to do everything at this point. Hey, hey, Soldier Boy is the first rapper to do every single thing possible. First rapper to. uh, He got he got a video game that he went and bought off of AliExpress, put a sticker on it, and selling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soldier Day. Yeah. Oh man, yo, listen, Soulja I don't, first... listen, but I don't knock him though. I knock the people oh. buying that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, if you bought a so if you bought a quote unquote console that looked like a damn cardboard box with a label on it that they claiming is a, a video game console, and you gave your money up for that. I'm not. I'm not mad at the person selling it. I'm, you look stupid. Why are you buying that? Why? <laughs> so is it, so is a game. It, they got. It can only play like four games. Soldier <laughs> so, so boy not on one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, see, I would ask before I buy it. Hey, soldier, are you playing it? Well, how come uh, all I see is PlayStation Four? And, soldier and, is and on Xbox One. He don't care. You would think you'll be on Twitch for money on game. Exactly, exactly. I, love those, but I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Soldier Boy, hey, hey Soldier Boy I rock, has. I, I rock with Soldier Boy. He right. is probably the he is probably the person that extended his is his career. He 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 is house money. Everything Soldier Boy doing right now is house money. Like he's he's already been as more successful than I think he ever would have been. Now mm-hmm. everything else he's doing is house money from here. But um, I will say though, I must. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't even know how we got on Soldier Boy, but um, I like how even though it's become a joke that he started, which is like, I'm the first rapper to do that, right? I like how the origins of it came from a real place. Like, he was trying to sh- tell people, yo, like, y'all need to give me my credit. What's what's up with y'all? Like, I like that. But now it's just gotten out of hand. Like, yeah. it's just gotten out of hand. You can't do anything. shirt on with a suit and said, I'm the first rapper to wear SpongeBob with a suit. <laughs> At this point, he's just gonna look for stuff to do. Hey, I mean, I'm the first rapper to to eat a a, a sandwich from Subway and ask for extra mayo. Like he's he's just gonna start doing some weird ass stuff. Like bro, he he said the other day he was on a complex uh, sneaker shop or whatever it was. He was like, "Yo, I'm the first rapper to wear Bape," and then like somebody astutely pointed out, "Yeah, Pharrell, like Pharrell. Man, like Pharrell been wearing Bape," but then he was like, "Yeah, but Pharrell's a producer." <laughs> I you guess. Sound just like him. Oh, you sound just like I him. guess. Uh, hey, oh, that's true. Uh, he's that's like, true. But Pharrell's a producer, though. The that's true. Like, Damn, you got a good point. Maybe you were the first rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, right, man, man. Yo, we so we, we're so off topic this episode, man. I feel like we're just having good good conversation with you. Oh man. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I guess we're on the last topic at this point, Q, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, say? sir. Yes, sir. Last topic. So is hip-hop becoming less of a young man's genre? The reason I asked that question, I know the, aim, the obvious answer is what it's going to be, but with the with the influx of people like Nas, who's at this stage, he's considered a legacy act, right? That's what you would consider Nas a legacy act, right? We see yeah. him putting out albums with Hit Boy and is shaking up, I would say, the culture. Now, I get it. The culture is kind of divided. There's the young crowd. There's the middle-aged crowd. Then there's the old heads. But in terms of the quality of music that Nas is putting out, uh, I could argue it's, in terms of hip-hop, it's the most important one that's dropped thus far this year. Like, it's it's making noise. And then you see Dipset doing a versus with the locks. Like I'm just looking at the coverage of what is being talked about these days. And when it comes to hip hop and I'm seeing a lot of old heads, I'm seeing a lot of old heads and I'm trying to figure out like, is, is that because hip hop is maturing, you know, in a way where like now the old heads are starting to get some love because That's a if problem. we being, because if no, 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 if we being real, hip hop is the only genre where being old is not appreciated. You can go to every other genre. R&B. You just talked about Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin. Uh, sorry, Marilyn, Mar- Marilyn Manson yeah. and Ozzy Osbourne. Bro, them, they're like 60, 70. They're and they fun. still doing shows and the people still respect them. Like, hip-hop is the only one where, like, as soon as you get old, nobody gives a fuck about you anymore. Is that right or wrong? Uh, yeah, I would say, but it's like, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. What is hip-hop? Mm. Mm-hmm. We look- answer, answer the question then. What is it? What would you say? I say hip hop is damn near every music genre put together. They said Old Town Road was a hip hop song. Yeah, that's what they were arguing about. That well, that's what they were arguing, right? 
That's what the that's what the country people will argue. They're like, don't bring that, don't bring that hip hop shit to the country lane. Get that hip hop hip hip hopity out of here. That's what they exactly. were saying. They cut. They didn't. He didn't win any. He didn't win any country awards. He wasn't even nominated. I mean, exactly. as far as I'm concerned, wasn't even nominated. Throwing it to the hip hop. And it's it's and it's and I believe what is it? Uh, what's it called? Old Town Road. It's it's literally like country term type, and 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 he's speaking in country slang. It's just the beat. I think it's the only thing you can argue is hip hop about the song. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I I, I think you know that's one thing that you know we me me and Uch like you know we used to go to clubs all the time, right? And we've seen every single type of club. We've seen every single type of bar, like. I feel like in, let's say, like more of the like a bar that caters to more like white crowd, you're always going to hear what song? You're always going to hear, don't stop believing. You're always going to hear that. You're always going to hear, uh, uh, sweet Caroline. Uh, oh, oh, oh. And it's like, hey. it doesn't matter what age you are. You know that song. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You know what else you're going to hear? DMX Party Up. You gonna hear party up, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? But there's this love for like some of those old school songs. I feel yeah. like if you played Frankie Beverly and Maze at at a, a black club, like part man, come on man, put that put that money bag yo on man. I ain't trying to hear no Frankie <laughs> Beverly and Maze. I just feel like, <laughs> you know, to your point, I just think that you know we tend to like not really appreciate the older our community, like the hip hop community black community we don't tend to appreciate as much as i think i feel we should the older stuff we don't but at this i at the same time i feel like that's a good thing and it's a bad thing because everybody gets more opportunities right where you know like we now every, every generation has gotten an opportunity to, to shine and so in this day and age you know you got the little verts of the world these a lot of the people that's running Hip hop right now are 20s, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Like that, they're the ones that are getting the party started. Like, that's dope. So, I mean, like I said, I, I actually think it's a bad thing if it's you know you're still relying because that's I think that's what it is. We're relying on older people to make music. Yeah. Like, well, we should no longer be waiting for Nas, waiting for Nas to make an album. We're like, yes, I'm waiting for Nas. I'm waiting for Nas. Nas is like 47. I, like, I would be excited about today's music. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word rely, even though, listen, it's all relative, man. There's going to be people who 30 plus who want to hear from Nas, right? But, mm-hmm. or sorry, like 35 really plus. Let me not even go to the people in the 40s. That's the people who really grew up on Nas. Like, you go 37, 38 and up, bro, that they Nas out. So they they're in heaven right now. We're hearing the new Nas album. But I'm not I'm not suggesting that like we should rely on Nas at all. I'm saying the innovation's always going to come from the youth. We know that. But I'm saying I'm starting to see more at least a balance start to happen. Like and I don't think that's an issue. Like I actually I'm cool with that because I'm like, bro, other genres do it. Why not have Nas out here doing whatever he's doing? Why not these other artists come through who was well, let me ask you something. years ago and still have the Uzis and still have the Young Bloods, still have the 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 all the other Lils that be coming out? It's cool. Everybody can exist. Let me ask you something. Was was when we were growing up, like two mm-hmm. thousands, nineties, 
was KRS-One still making albums and people caring as much? Was like Run DMC still making albums and people caring as much in 2000s? So how is it like Jay-Z's 50 and whenever Jay-Z comes out, people still going to flock to it? That would be equivalent to at the time when Puff Daddy was shining. That would literally be equivalent to whenever Rakim wanted to come back out. Like he'll come out and he's gonna sell a bunch of records. That was not happening. I think maybe it LL happening. Cool J. LL Cool J probably was was pushing yeah. it. So it was. And Vince, I'm definitely gonna let you get in here, but I just want to say this one thing. Like, I, it wasn't happening. I think for multiple reasons. Like, but I think the biggest reason wasn't happening was the genre itself was not even mature enough. Like, bro, hip hop started supposedly in the late '70s or whatever, early '80s, whatever the 75. real number just is. Birthday, just birthday was just like this week. Oh, I, I yeah. got, I got somebody here, y'all. With hip hop is a black dominated genre. Boom. When hip hop first came out, black people were saying, "Cut that shit off." Mm-hmm. They, the old heads were saying, "Cut that shit." We're the hip hop's the only. Genre where the old the old heads don't support the young heads. Think about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. And then if you if you want to take it deeper into some some slavery roots and some damage that's been done to our people, we don't even support black businesses like we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So what makes you think that we're gonna support black artists in a black based genre? Mm-hmm. Think, think about that. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up though, right? It's, Is it not really fucked up? My demographic. Little white kids, I got black kids that mm-hmm. are, but the little white kids are listening to me. God bless their souls. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a I'm a black man. I grew up a black kid. Mm-hmm. Why is it that these young black kids are running to the the, the toxicity? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. not running to the the, the impactful music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and a that's that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother combo. Like I I think that um man that's I don't I I think. I don't know, man. That, that's so layered. I don't really know how that's to answer that question. How many layers of that? I did so many layers. I don't even know where to start with that. But 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 like I said, but like to bring it back to to the Nas thing, like I or I'm sorry, not Nas in particular, but like the old versus the new. You're right. The like back in the day, the people who was about Frankie Beverly and Maze and all, they like fam. Like I don't care about this damn hip hip hop. Turn the shit off. Turn that shit like I hear. I hear so many people these days talk about how uh, they parents didn't want them to hear Snoop Dogg. Exactly. I hear like I've heard that story. I've been hearing more people say that more recently. I'm like, God damn! Like, was Snoop that much of a a, a disruptor in like his content? Yes. And just like the way. No, I, I know the answer, but I'm just like it puts it in perspective when you hear older people talk about how when they was kids, what but you see was doing then. You're proving my point, right? Because what I'm saying is it should have never been like any gatekeepers. First off, there shouldn't be any gatekeepers. But right now in hip hop, I feel like the gatekeepers are still the older generation. Like the Jay-Z and and they're still the ones telling people what's real hip hop. They're still the ones that are telling people like these are the albums you should pay for. Like that's not how it works, yo. Like it should be the you know I, I I used to look at ratings a lot right television ratings a lot and in TV they said the most important crowd that you should be getting is if you're getting that 15 to 30 year old crowd that is the most important rating 15 to 30 years old something around that that's essentially saying you want to get your audience to be 
young because those are the ones that are going to make you more successful and move the needle. You are not aiming. So I'll give you examples. It's it's, it's because they're impressionable. I'll give you exactly. I'll give you an example right now, right? Sports. So there's the NFL. I'm going to get deep with it. There's the NFL. There's the NBA. There's MLB. MLB has a problem on their hands. You know why? Because their base is like 40 year olds, 50, 60. These people are going to eventually die off. If you don't pay attention to the teenagers, you then you're in 50, 40 years, you're not going to have a, a base. The NBA has a base where it's kids. So right now, like the NBA suffers, right? Because kids are no longer consuming TV as much. They're mm-hmm. looking at it on YouTube, but NBA is set because their, their crowd is, is the youngest. So that's how hip hop is. Like, how is it like the hip hop, the older heads are the ones that are moving and telling people what is great music and they're still selling. That's a problem because you want the young crowd to be the one moving hip hop forward. So I say, I think we're saying two different, I, I feel like we're having two different combos. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. What I, I'm not suggesting that the old people should come through and innovate. I ain't talking about who's the one creating waves. The young people are going to always be that. And it should always be that. They come through, create the new the new vibes, create the new sound of the day, the new flows, the new this, the new that. I don't want to hear no young people doing no innovation. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm saying with the way hip-hop has evolved, and we, we can use hip-hop loosely, I'm noticing that as the genre has grown, as there's become more legacy acts, there's become more artists who have gotten older, the Jay-Zs, the Nas's, the T.I.'s, the all, keep, just keep naming them, right? Base, bro, like Kanye is 40, yeah. 41. And we're are waiting we gonna, on his are, album. Are, are, we're are, waiting are we on gonna, his album like crazy. But are we gonna sit here and say, oh, Kanye's an old head? We don't want we don't care what he has to say. Is he still not relatively creative enough to to establish a certain amount of like credibility with the shit he puts out? Has he not granted us that? Like nobody looks at Kanye and says, Bro, you're too old to be putting out music. You know why? Because he's still fucking good. But the that's age a problem, is not as impo- Is it, though? It's a problem because it's like, how did you let Kanye... How is it that you're still waiting for Kanye at 41? That's equivalent to... I think like, he's older than that, by the way. I it's just or 42, 43, right? Like, for instance, I, I had this conversation with our boy Kwa, right? Yeah. I said, And you, you were actually there. I said, yo, isn't it a bad thing that Tom Brady is still favored to win a Super Bowl at 43? Yeah, that's really bad for your sport because how is a 43-year-old able to dominate your sport? <laughs> you that should be how great how great he is. Either how great you are or how that means the, the quarterbacks in the league are watered down. Thank you. Tom Brady. Oh, wait, wait. Are they watered down or is he that good? Which one? I think it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Okay, I, I but, you that. Be but you but don't want on. that being a trend. But you don't want that being a trend, though. Hold on, is it a little bit of both, or is it more so leaning towards Brady being that dude? We've seen his track record. No. Like the man no. got seven. There's nobody that's even touching Brady, with the exception of maybe one or two other Ooch. quarterbacks. They would Bro. even compare him to. Ooch. Look at the starters. You don't just, you don't just get to that level unless you are at that dominant. At, at, look at, at the position. starters. Look at the starters in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is almost forty. Tom Brady's 43. Drew Brees just retired. He was playing with 42. Yep. Fitzpatrick is our starting quarterback for our football team. He's almost 40. So you mean to tell me there isn't a young quarterback in their prime, 25 years old? 
no, we're going to go with the older guy. Like that's hip hop is in trouble. If you keep having older people being the ones that are like, you're excited about, cause I'm excited about Kanye. There's no young artist right now. I'm as excited about than Kanye, more than Kanye. And why am I still getting excited about somebody who's been in the game for 20 years, dropping an album more than a young cat that's coming up because he's that good. Is that good? But then where's the young cats that like should be they, moving they, the needle? Like when exist. Michael Jackson, they, they when exist. Michael Jackson was on fire, Michael Jackson was 20s. He was the biggest artist ever when he was 20s. Bro, what, what I'm saying is there's loop, there, there's anomalies. Kanye is an anomaly. <laughs> he's an anomaly. He's that good. It don't matter how old he is, bro. He's his talent-wise is that good. That's exactly sure? what I'm saying about Brit. I'm positive. I'm positive. If Kanye's gonna look, look, Kanye can drop trash right now. He can drop three straight albums of trash. You're still gonna look forward to his fourth one. Facts. That's true. But but am I gonna say his music is moving the needle? That's a whole nother discussion. I can look forward to the music, but not be like, yo, sonically, he's doing some shit that's like never being done and everybody's gonna freaking copy. Like that's a whole different discussion. I mean, I just feel like, listen, like I just feel like personally, I just feel like Kanye, right, is getting so much publicity. How come Moneybag Yo's not getting publicity for what he's been able to do? Moneybag Yo sold more records than everybody. I don't hear nothing about Moneybag Yo. We just hear about what Kanye dropped. We just hear about what Nas dropped. We just hear about what all these, what Jadakiss, Jadakiss got more press. Jadakiss didn't even drop a song. We're not hearing about Moneybag Yo. We're not hearing about all these other artists. And I just feel like that's a bad thing when you just continuously have the older artists that are just getting more pub. Oh no, man! I like the balance. I ain't gonna lie. I like the balance. I, I, think I like that, it. As I long as there's a balance, as long as there's a balance, yeah. I'm cool with it. If it if it if it starts to go like more with the old, I'm like, nah, I don't. I have a problem with that. But I see a balance. That's just what I see. I think the older some of the older ghosts need to start handing the torch down, though. I agree. Oh, for sure. I agree. Down, if you heard, I agree. Heard Jay Z say, "Man, what little Uzi's doing is impactful." I agree. Well, I agree. They, that's what they're trying to do, little baby. And that's what they're trying to do, the little baby, right now. They're trying to hold. They're trying to hand the torch. That's what's happening. That's a great point. Actually, Jay Z's doing the opposite. Jay Z's over here talking about, man, hey, man, if they get these kids, they're not doing it right. They, uh, but I, uh, the the hood is done. What did he say? The block is over. The streets uh, is done. The streets is done. He's talking about like, yo, I rock Tom Ford. I don't pop Molly's. Like he's he's doing yeah. the opposite. And then so. you got guys like Little Uzi when they don't get their credit. Little Uzi's gonna go online and blast the old OGs. Yeah. You ever say you old? <laughs> he did say that. He did, yeah. He did. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about no old niggas. Y'all old. <laughs> Yo, so what, what, the, what, is, what, what is all the young kids that listen to Little Uzi gonna do now? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. But you know what's what's funny is what this is why this conference was so fucking fire to me, right? Because one day, and very soon at that. Somebody's gonna be looking at Uzi like he's an old head, and then what happens then? Does Uzi st the, is he now thirty plus and he's no longer important? My thing is, I, I don't agree with it. If he's still making music that is of 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 like importance, like he's actually delivering in a creative way, he's still making waves with his music. I'm here for. It. I ain't just about to be like, yo, he's he's of this age, so therefore he's not important. Well, let that, me make it clear. I, I don't look at the age per se. I look at what they're doing. Let like, me make it the clear. The music has to has to match. Let me make it clear. 
like this has nothing to do with the artist. This has nothing to do with the rappers. I, I applaud Kanye for extending his career. I applaud Nas. It has to do with the consumer. Like we got to be more open to younger artists as a consumer. Like, I feel like old heads just say, oh, I hear Louisy Vuitton. I'm turning that trash off. I'm yeah. just listening to my old ice oh, cube, sure. you know. That's exactly what happened. We're just not as open. Little who? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, J. J. Cole was, J. Cole made a, a song, what was it? Uh, 1985, right? He's yep. kind of like saying, I understand where the young people are he, coming from. He didn't from. have the blast, uh, what's his name like that? But, he, he you know, know what I'm pump. saying? Lil Pump. Lil Pump couldn't even defend himself. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah, that was, was J. Cole have to do that, man. He did, yeah. he did. He was going to sit down and school him. That's bad. Is they, you know what I'm saying? You thought, a bad relationship. You, you thought that was too much that he schooled him? No, <laughs> he can't even rap. That's like me being up a dude who can't fight. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. That's like me being up a dude with no arms. I'm about to knock you That's out. That's true. That's true. What, what, That's what true. bars Lil Pump go give to compete with J. Cole? Gucci Gang? <laughs> hey. Let's get You're it. You're right. That is true. You're Let's right. You're right. Let's get it. Yeah, no, You're I, right, man. But it's an interesting combo. I mean, I think, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, from a business standpoint, you know, we we both got MBAs with me and we Gucci. And from a business standpoint, I'm just like, that's bad for business is if, you know, you're not paying attention to the youth. The youth is, you got to acknowledge this TikTok trend. You got to acknowledge the, 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 the what the youth is doing. The youth you know, will forever, will forever yeah. innovate. They move the needle. Be leading the charge. Like, whatever's new about to happen will happen from the youth, period. Yeah. I don't give a damn what industry. It don't exactly. matter the industry. Look at technology. The young, young people coming up with the new trends, the new apps, the new this, the new infrastructure. Like, it's not the old people. They trying to get y'all out of here. Yeah. So, so but anyway, man. Uh, yo, this has been really fun, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like, we've we've talked like, at, what we had like almost two hours. Like we talked for a damn near the same amount of time before we start recording. Vince, you a cool dude, man. For real. Yeah, we you to super cool. Thanks, man. We got super cool. Think in person. Oh, one thousand oh, yeah. percent. Where you uh? Oh, yeah. Where you be moving around at these days, man? You be yeah, moving around or you right one now. place? Oh gosh, I'm gonna broke my plaque. That's a that was, that's a good thumbnail right there. <laughs> but uh, I'm in Brighton right now. I'm about to, but I'm about to uh, relocate to Farmington Hills, man. It's to the KKK out here, man. Oh shoot! Oh damn! They got so the I'm KKK. Like, Whoa! Whew. Yikes! Yeah, the KKK. That's tough. You know, in the Midwest, they don't play, man. Yeah, Midwest, they don't play. I don't know. Listen, if you if you checking out uh if you checking out any Detroit Pistons games this year, shit, we might have to pull up for a game. Or yeah, something. come on, you gotta pull up for the halftime show. I got tickets for y'all. Oh word! Hey, hey, hey! Oh, you trying to go to Detroit? I'm, I'm game. Hey, when is it? When is it? Give me two weeks of where they give me the date, cause I'm trying to get them to give me this Lakers game, but they really not trying to give it to me, cause I'm not that big yet. But I want that. <laughs> I, I gotta see Melo in the in the yellow. Hey, listen, we Ooh. gotta. Hey, I'll, hey, hey, I'll go to whatever, whatever, whatever team. Hey, that's true, Melo in the yellow. Bro, I'll go to whatever bro, they, team. Bro, they could be playing the Bobcats. You could be playing the. <laughs> the oh, sorry, my bad. The Hornets. The Hornets. My, my bad. The Hornets. Hey, Hornets. I'll Hornets. go, Melo. The mellow, I'll, I'll go. Dude, I'll hey, this, mellow. bro, yeah. I don't care what team. Man, they can play the 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 Washington Calgary. Yeah, I just made that name up. <laughs> they can play an NBA, a, a G League. I really don't care, bro. Like, if you yeah. you doing a performance at a stadium or an arena where there's like actual people, that's gonna be dope. Yeah, hell, that's gonna be a good look for you, man. Oh yeah. hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah for sure. And be like, yo, shout out the ill advised wise guys. They're gonna be like, yo, 
My hey, God. Man. <laughs> sure. All right. Yo, cool. Yo, Vince, let them know where the people can find you on social and whatnot. Now you can find me at Vince Heartbreak on everything. Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Apple Music, Snapchat, OnlyFans. I got my OnlyFans. Don't worry, I'm not on there fucking. I'm just I'm teaching people some sauce. But um, that's where you can find me at. And make sure you go stream Vince Who. Dope. Yes, dope, sir. Dope, check dope. that. Check that Vince Vince Who out, man. Check that out. It's fire. Most definitely. Q, you got any uh you got any announcements? You want to say something before we get up out of here? Are you cool? Uh, you know, check me out on Twitter. Uh, what is it? QDZ for Sheezy. Check me out on Instagram. Check out Raiders Game Music, obviously. And that's it. Yes, sir. My heartburn's gone down. So, like, you know, I'm good. Same, same thing, man. Yeah, follow me on uh Twitter and Instagram. That's really the ones that I'm pushing. U C H A Y V A. Uh, that's my personal Twitter. And shout out to the people that have been rocking with me doing uh you know album review threads. Like I got I am getting some good feedback. So I, I rock with y'all. Like if y'all if y'all want that, let me know. I'll keep doing it. If not, I'll stop. Cause I, I got one comment from this one dude. Like, yo, this dude said, I was laughing my ass off. He said, Yo, who are you to even review an album? <laughs> I said, I said, bruh, like what I actually I actually would laugh. That's like, I stupid. Like, I was like, wait. Wait, what? Like, who says that? So anyway, we had an interesting exchange. You know what I'm saying? It ended up with him not having listened to the album, period. But yet having an opinion on my opinion, which was weird as fuck. Well, listen, to- man. Yeah, what's up? Wow. Welcome to the internet. I know. There you go. There, there you go. There wow. you go. But anyway, y'all can follow me anyway, man. Uh, follow the show as well. Our Twitter is still banned, unfortunately. We still trying to recover that. Man. Hey, free the wise God, guys, man. man. Free the wise, wise guys. guys. Hey, we we re, we removed that we removed that naked picture of me, man. Like it's gone. Like free us. Yo, shut the fuck up, man. Yo, listen, we're not promoting hey. that shit. Trust me. Hey, man. Our interns hey, would have got that shit up out of here if they saw a goddamn penis pic posted on our Twitter, bro. <laughs> uh, the nudes are gone. They they're gone. So give us back our account. Yeah, man. As always, though, if you're giving advice. Make sure it is ill. Yes, sir.